Welcome to From the Back Tees, a podcast where we tee it up from the back every week. Well played, well played. Welcome to the From the Back Tees podcast, a podcast that is from the back tees. I'm Jerry. And I'm Zach. And Zach, who do we got on the blower today? So we got our guy Nolan, our tiger expert, and we're going to shoot to him to introduce our guest of, of the night. Yeah, I guess I don't really count as a guest anymore, Zach. No, nah, you've moved much, past it. <laughs> too much of a regular. Uh, that's all right, though. We got... A really awesome get here today. Uh, we got Peter Quest, uh, golfer, NCAA golfer for uh, Brigham Brigham Young University, um, on the line today. How you doing, Peter? It's great to have cool. you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm doing well. Cool. cool. Uh, so I'm uh, saying that right. There's a there's a K in your quest. So yeah. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Didn't know if it was pronounced some sort of weird way or. Uh, you got it. You're spot on. <laughs> right on. Cool. Um, yeah. So we're really happy you uh, came on with us today. Um, sorry. I don't mind the beagle in the background. Um, that's okay. that, that's going to have some like sirens going by in the back. Uh, like, yeah, that's like, different than so. Zach's usual mob that's rolling by. Yeah, I usually got some oh, a couple of police sirens per show. It's starting to become like routine here. Well, in my contribution, I'll rile up the deer outside, hopefully, and I'll get them inside and they can make some noise, but that's all I got. <laughs> so, so, Peter, you're uh, currently the number one ranked golfer in college. Could you yeah. give us a little background of what or not background of what you're up to now yeah i'm just i'm trying to get school done right now i'm just trying to get through it and uh i got another event uh for thanksgiving down in el paso so just kind of getting ready for that but other than that just chilling uh trying to play golf before it snows here and get school done right on so yeah i heard uh um before it snows it's probably already starting snowing over there huh Probably had a first uh, snow. Not really. It's not yet. Well, it kind of snowed probably two weeks ago, and then it all melted off. But it's been pretty warm. So you like a skier or snowboarder or something? Oh yeah, I ski. I ski uh, a lot. Snowbird? Uh, I haven't been snowbird yet. Oh, you got to go. I've been Deer Valley, uh, Park City, and go up to Sundance. Sundance is like 15 minutes from my apartment, so it's perfect. So how do you end up deciding on BYU? Uh, it was just kind of my best option coming out of high school and highly recruited. So, you know, I had a couple, you know, different looks from different schools and it came out to BYU and on my visit and uh, I just really liked it. And I fish and I ski a lot and well, I'm not, you know, a member of the church here. It's, 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 you know, it's been all right. Can't complain. Right on. So, um, during that, I heard or I did a little bit of homework on you, as I, you know, as I should, right? Um, I saw. So your dad went to Fresno State, correct? Yeah, yeah, my dad played soccer there. Yeah. And did you get an offer from Fresno State? How'd that How'd that turn out? Conversation with your dad was he trying to pull you there, or what? What went down with that? Um, he, was, he just wanted me to do what was best for me. It would have been cool to, you know, go there and and be a bulldog too, but. Uh, you know, we had some close ties with the Miller family, and he thought, you know, coming to BYU is going to be the you know, best option for me, too. Now, yeah. Peter, are you from Fresno originally? Yeah, yeah, born and raised. I got, I got the best uh, joke ever. It's, uh, I, I tell it to anybody from Fresno or whatever, but uh, um, uh, you know how they named the town of Fresno? No, tell me. No, when they got there, they went, Fresno! <laughs> Yeah, I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> I, I don't really understand it, but it makes people laugh sometimes. So I'm just, I keep rolling with it. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's all I got. Uh, Zach, uh, Nolan, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, another, just to stay on the same topic, your dad, um, 
gave you kind of an ultimatum in high school, huh? You were, uh, yeah. <laughs> they said, hey, you got to do something, get off your lazy butt, either come work for me in my painting contracting company or get this exactly. golf locked down and see what happens. So how'd that, how'd that go? Yeah. So I was, I was kind of digging around over summer and I was, I wasn't playing too great and he was putting a lot of money into my junior golf and just being a teenage kid and being a dumbass. So I came home one day and he had painter pants and painting shirt on my bed and went out to the living room, asked him what it was. He basically told me I can quit golf and work for him or I can start working on my game a little harder and so that was that was big and changed my game <laughs> <laughs> it was a good scare tactic it worked <laughs> no fair is fair good dig it <laughs> yeah i'd say it, it probably turned out pretty good um so tell us about your experience on the uh palmer cup um i know it's probably a bit uh, anticlimactic when you knew that you made the team because I, if I got my facts straight I think you won an event in Hawaii and that like propelled you into the first place standings for the Palmer Cup or something tell us tell us how your experience was uh, you know competing for for our nation and um, what kind of other players you got to see while you're out there yeah, Palmer Cup was awesome. It was, uh, it was an experience of a lifetime. Um, not many people get to do it. Um, you know, it was just really cool, you know, hanging with, you know, both teams, international and the U.S., but uh, the guys on the team were awesome. It was it was just a really cool experience um, to play with, you know, the players of that level and, and, you know, now to see what all the guys are doing and stay in touch and, and stuff like that. Um it's just a huge honor to be, you know, representing the USA and, um, you know, try to represent your country as, as best as possible is all you try to do. But it was just a really cool, surreal experience. Yeah. Were there, were there any, like, uh, notable players you felt like, you know, either from, from either squad that, you know, you might have, you know, picked a brain a little or something like that? Yeah. Uh, John Augustine, I thought I was in the – me and him played a alternate shot, and so that was, it was cool to you know kind of play with him and and you know break his brain a little bit and kind of see how he works and and just watching how he plays the game and how he carries himself and and all the guys are like that, you know Cole Hammer, Wade Cummins, Austin Ekro, Chandler Phillips, all those guys. Um, it was just a cool group uh, to just see how they you know go about their business. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, you got any questions for him, Zach? Right now? Yeah, I do. I was just listening yeah. for you. you. Had all the research. Though. I'll let you chime in. No, I, had, I had some good research. You know, I knew about the dad playing soccer. I didn't get that deep as the ultimatum. I don't know how you figured that out. <laughs> the shovel is a bit deeper. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I guess one of the big questions people are probably wondering is: Do you plan to go pro? If so, like when or what's what's the plan from here on out yeah why aren't yeah. you pro yet, pete? what's that why aren't you pro yet pete i mean it's like uh, it, it seems so passe to like uh, it's old-fashioned to stay in college and golf right uh yeah a little bit <laughs> i mean i just thought there was you know more opportunities for me to stay in school and to finish out uh than you know to turn pro last year it would have been really tough you know you got matt wolf Kyle more and victor Hovland, those guys going out there and doing that so you know there's just more opportunities coming after this year. And I feel like it'd be better for me to stay in college. I mean, it's paid for and for me to, you know, grow my game and get better and, and, you know, try to get to that next level while not trying to spend any money, you know, is is a big part of it. Well, it's perfect. I mean, we don't hear that enough. We always say that when people don't take that option, obviously. So, I mean, that's uh that's that's pretty badass in my opinion where it's like oh look somebody's staying the course for once that's very nice i mean i know a lot of guys do it but yeah yeah but i plan on turning pro after season Uh, i got i'll do canadian tour in the spring and and then hopefully see what other opportunities um you know come with finishing the season hopefully finish as well and maybe get some stars that'd be pretty cool there any canadian canadian tour stops up by you zach 
Yeah, there is one. So there's the, I don't know what they call it on the McKenzie Tour. It rotates between a couple courses in Montreal. And last year it was actually at my home course, Elmridge Country Club. So that's always pretty cool. We don't get many tournaments out in uh, Montreal. <laughs> So after that long silence, what do you got, Zach? Oh, it was it was more the delay. <laughs> you, you, we can edit this out in post, even though every time I say that, we won't. I yeah, no, it's tough yeah. when you're four people because you're never sure who's going to talk. It's, it, I, I get it. Yeah, it's worse than being on the phone. But uh, but yeah, no, no, just just take your pants off, relax, come on. <laughs> yeah. So what's been your best moment up to date, college or even before then, on the golf course, or was there a moment when you realized? Like you've hit the next level and you think you could play professionally? Uh, yeah, I mean, a little bit. Uh, I mean, probably in high school was, you know, when I thought I could play at the next level in college and maybe have a shot at turning pro. And then, uh, you know, freshman, sophomore year, I won twice. You won your freshman year, yeah. Yeah, I won conference freshman year. And so after that, it was kind of like, all right, well, get after it you probably felt like yeah i belong here now that yeah 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 Yeah. and so just kind of going through that whole process and doing that and then you know after you know last year and then being on the palmer cut team it's like well i can hang with these guys let's let's give them hell so yeah Yeah, 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 you must have played with a bunch of guys now who have made it up to the next level so you could for sure, compare your game to them. It must be pretty cool seeing some of them up there. Yeah, definitely. No, yeah. I mean, you know, getting to compete against them and just seeing that you're the same tournaments and, you know, occasionally you beat them and they beat you. It's like it goes back and forth. But, yeah, definitely it's reassuring and, and uh, gives you a little bit of confidence going forward that you can do it. Yeah, I noticed sort of a side tangent, but it's driving me crazy. Is the Tiger Woods poster behind you the sole reason you agreed to answer Nolan? Yeah. Actually, that was my roommate put that up there, and so I didn't know he was that big a Tiger fan. So, yeah, I guess it's <laughs> oh, it's perfect. That's perfect. Hey, That's Peter, perfect. quick, I, I got I to just a quick BYU question for you. Um, sure. Because I'm, I'm not really, honestly, out of everybody here, I'm probably the least hip to NCAA golf, forgive me, even though I'm also uh, well into my mid-30s. So, like, the few college golfers I know were probably 15 years ago. That being said, uh, are you the most successful, per se, or biggest or best uh, golfer to come through uh, BYU? Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, you got Bobby Clampett and Johnny Miller who played at BYU and then all the Miller boys. Um, See, I didn't, I didn't want I didn't want to bait you. I wanted you to say, I mean, Bobby Clampett, great. Uh, of Johnny yeah. Miller. I put him a pedestal higher than he should be just because I like the guy. But I mean, ultimately, I wasn't going to, I was going to let you say it first before I was going to be like, so BYU, what do you, what do you think? Uh, anybody else there? <laughs> Notoriety? I mean, no, yeah, but I don't know. Uh, if we're going off numbers, you know, I'd, I'd probably say myself so far in, in my career and hopefully I build on it. But I mean, those guys. I got a lot of respect for them. They had great careers, not only at BYU, but, you know, professional golf. So it'll be fun to see what happens. Absolutely, yeah. How's the how's the team aspect? Uh, you know, it's so much different in golf, right, where you actually have a team. How's the team looking this year? Do you guys think you can compete pretty well? Yeah, it's it'll be it'll be fun to watch. Watch out for BYU coming down in NC2A. Hopefully we have a better year than the last two years. At the national championship, that was kind of a disappointment. But no, we got a good team. We're fourth in the country, and we're uh, we're hungry for more. So it'll it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. As long as you take t- take down the Ducks, in my opinion, you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> they have so many yeah. cool jerseys. How could you ever hate them? Oh my gosh! Get out of here, well, Zach. Uh-huh. So many oh, so you. many combinations. This is an anti U of O podcast. Get yeah, you guys are the most anti Oregon people. Who oh, it's Oregonians. Oregon. Oh, it's Oregon State. We're actually from here. You don't understand. Oh, and he also went there. I, I'm just I'm talking on my ass. Yeah. But yeah, and typically if you're from Oregon, you're you're more of an Oregon State fan. Usually the, the implants become the U of O guys. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Now I know. This, you know what? Honestly, that's a different podcast for a different time. I mean, we, <laughs> we grew up through it, and it's entertaining to talk about. But overall, 
like I said, oh, and Peter, you might appreciate this. Um, a couple of years ago, uh, when uh, I don't know if he's still going to school there, but when Norman Jongs uh, was going to U of O, uh, he, I was working at the Bridges and Ranch of Santa Fe, and uh, I was doing outside services. And at the time, uh, the U of O golf team was there, and uh, they were um, getting a free round or whatever. And I guess Norman shot like eight under on the front side, and even par on the back. Like he was threatening the course record, but it, like you know he iced off or whatever. But that, needless to say, I had ten U of O golf bags, all PXG irons, mind you, because that night was not stale. But uh, all, all their golf bags and a golf cart, and, and they told me to drive them up to the parking lot. And I just thought to myself, I really would love to drive this cart into a pond right now. I could do yeah. – I could make so many big, not ripples, but waves in the golf community. And in my heart, if I just drive this Yamaha cart right into the pond, and there go 10 cents yeah. above. Oh, sorry, guys. You take, take the year off. So, forgive me. <laughs> the gas pedal got stuck. Nothing you can do. You bailed, right? Oops. Oh, yeah. Keystone Cops. I've seen it many times. I mean, the golf <laughs> Uh, Zach Nolan, what else you guys got? I, I got some more some more broad questions after, unless you got something, some more deep research you've done, Nolan. <laughs> no, I'm running kind of thin on it. Um, yeah, go, go ahead, Zach. Okay, we're going like, this is everyone's favorite when we talk to a player, or a caddy for that matter. What's your best story on the course? Oh, man. Uh best story on the course man i gotta think of that um on the spot ship <laughs> you get the best stuff jerry you know that yeah. well true i mean yeah but i look at golf every day oh sorry peter i'm a caddy at bandon dunes i do that literally every day so it's oh, like I, like i i see everyone shoot 100 every day and after a while just like your great matter gets pushed out all these things you think about it's like you've seen enough golf to forget. And uh, Pete's been probably blessed enough, even at his age, to have played enough golf to make all of us, like, you know, blush in terms of, like, he's played enough golf. He's probably forgotten half the half the strokes that, like, you know, we've ever, like, fathomed having in our lifetime. So, uh, I, I got a story. It's uh, it, was, it was in high school. It was me and my buddies were playing out at our home country club, Fort Washington. And uh, we're standing up on the first tee. And there's like all these old guys standing around the tee box, and my my buddy Blair, he decides to get his driver and clean it. Before he does that, he like spits a fat loogie on it, and he wipes it between his crotch. And <laughs> wait, 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 like on the club face, and then onto his yeah. pants, like with his okay, no, sorry. on top of the club and the club face, and so he wipes it, and all the guys are looking at him, and he just like stares back at him, and he goes, "What do you guys want?" And that was it. And it was just like mic drop done, and that was, it was hilarious. That's I. That sounds like um, one of the Wall brothers uh, that I met in the four ball uh, uh, this year at, at Old Mac. They uh, <laughs> they had this thing where he, the way he'd tee up his ball in the very first tee was very, begging people to be like, "What's his problem?" And he'd turn around and look at everyone and be like, "What's your problem?" It was just very. <laughs> <laughs> I love shit like that. That's hilarious. Like, just like people, like, what are you looking at? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was, it was just like uncalled for. It was funny. Oh man! <laughs> but I, I mean, other than that, I'm trying to think if I got any more stories. I'll, I'll think of a couple. I'll try to think of. Do you have any uh, disappointments on the course, or any worst crazy shanks going? Because that's like right down my alley. I shank so long. Zach, I thought the first one. You just got broader with that question. Jeez, Louise! <laughs> well, cause I was just thinking about shanks because you guys were talking about all these good shots. I was just thinking every second one of my shots is like a. Slice 200 yards. Well, listen, yeah. I, I listen, uh, go ahead and answer that, Peter. But uh, to be fair, I just got two questions pouring in on Facebook in the past 10 minutes in case uh, we need filler. So go ahead and answer your most disappointing moment on the course. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I don't, oh, man. I try to forget those, man. You got to bring them good up. Answer. Good <laughs> answer. Good answer. That's why it's brought up. That's the good stuff. <laughs> it's more, it makes you more relatable. Well, yeah. Here, Here's a quick question. Let's go back to you on the course real, uh, real quick, Peter. Uh, my friend Brian Marks asks, uh, what is your most repeated thought while standing over the ball, especially on the first tee? And I'm going to add my addendum on there if anything's different on the first tee. My most repeated thought. 
uh, real quick, because I know Bobby Jones is a real great, great quote of saying, if I'm thinking about one thing, I'm breaking par. If I'm thinking about two things, I'm shooting the mid-70s. If I'm thinking about three things, I'm not breaking 80. And that was kind of like, to me, I'm just like, yeah, that's kind of how the golf swing should go. Think about less, do better. So what do you got? Yeah, uh, I usually, I'm, I'm all gas, no brakes. That's, that's what I think about when I tee it up and it's kind of let it fly. That's fitting for this podcast. I mean, Zach came up with the name from the back tees. Uh, and, and despite, <clears throat> oh, Zach, by the way, I was going through an old text with uh, me and Ty uh, Childs, who is at Tourney Boss on Twitter. Thank you, Sports Travel Radio. We love you guys and love being a part of your flagship. But I was explaining to him how I explained to you how it's like, yeah, the gold tees in America are the senior citizen tees, not the tips. Uh, so depends on our demographic. We might have to change that. And then he said, uh, our seniors in Canada don't have any money. Therefore, they don't deserve gold. Tees. <laughs> I, 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 never, I never shared that with you. I mean, that was a, that was a nice little pun intended, no pun intended nugget that he, uh, that he gave me there. So, <clears throat> Zach, do you have a question for him? Or Nolan, do you got anything else? Uh, uh, you dredging the, uh, the deep, uh, deep research there? Well, uh, as being the tiger aficionado over here, um, what was your what was your reaction when we saw Tiger get number fifteen? And you know, did you ever doubt him? Were you a doubter, or I was you a I, no, I, I wasn't a doubter at all. No, I, I knew he was going to do it. I mean, it was just a matter of time. I mean, it's Tiger freaking Woods, like yeah, get his body right, get his body right, and he can do anything, man. Yeah, yeah. Yo, how old are you, Peter? 22? I'm 21. 21? Okay, so you're yeah. not too far off from me. I'm 24. I guess you're sort of in the same boat of we didn't really see Tiger too much at his prime. So. Oh, yeah. You get to see him. I, I remember the first time I watched Tiger was the 2008 U.S. Open. Watched Sunday and then the, the playoff. And so that was the first time, like, watching him and, and seeing That's like, the that's the the tough rift with Tiger's career, and not even so much for say like like golfing fans like me who've watched forever, but I mean like uh, guys like Peter and like people who are even younger than him, or even like Tiger's kids who like Tiger's the kids even said like, hey, he's the YouTube golfer. Part of me is like, oh my god, he hasn't won a major in ten years. There's yeah. a lot of people out there who, like you said, uh, Tory Pines 08, and part of me is looking at going, oh yeah, number fourteen seems like Old Testament news to me. I mean, oh my gosh, it's just like like this like so that was 2008 guys that was over a decade ago we're about to like make that 12 years ago and, and that was number yeah. 14 for him i mean that's it's stunning yeah no yeah he's he's the goat for a reason no oh, absolutely i mean i it, it's hard for me to like unseat jack but it's like i give jack a very or excuse me mr nicholas a very big lunch pail <laughs> like approach because he just like teed it up every day and was a, a horse and just worked extra hard and like you know was a great family man and just pretty much a b c and d he was probably the most cookie cutter professional athlete of all time that's probably why he was the best at what he did and then we got tiger for what he is and then yeah. then whoever else so yeah yeah but i mean tiger just he changed the game completely like the whole approach oh. to it all oh you yeah know, it's the, the mental stuff it's just you know, what he did was just unbelievable. He brought athletes to the game. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he brought, like, I mean, Joe Schmo to the game, too. And and as Nolan knows, I don't like to naysay Tiger, naysay Tiger ever because I like to be in, like, the Camp Phil category just because I know Tiger's going to be great and do fine. But ultimately, I'll never poo-poo Tiger because I've been a golf, golf pro at a pro shop before, and I know when Tiger does good, more money comes into the register at every single golf oh, course. Yeah around the country so that and and in a game that's always constantly in turmoil because it's an elitist sport that's going to be expensive and that's just the way it goddamn is yeah it's nice to see tiger like pumping like see nolan seeing tiger win in japan that was like kind of like i thought like wouldn't that should that have been his first tour victory or something in japan in yeah. terms of like how his career arc should have worked i mean this guy yeah. it, it's bananas how how much uh not exploitation but how many things he can create and like just i don't know I mean, yeah, Tiger Tiger has moved the needle more than anyone since Arnold Palmer, and he's moved it more than Arnold Palmer, but, I mean, Palmer was big, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That win in Japan was so weird because, you know, it was, it was always late, at least on the on the West Coast. It was, you know, primetime golf. It was kind of cool. Um, East Coast, it was, like, in the middle of the night, so yeah. that was kind of weird. But it was – it was just so odd. Like he like, you know, got off to a hot start and just kept it going. And it was like, is this really going to happen? Is this like after the kind of, you know, subpar summer he had, that was a little, a little shocking. 
I I think my piece I wrote on him was like, well, if he, you know, if he cracks the top half, then I'll be happy. You know, it's just like kind of get dust the ru- dust the rust off and see how we're doing, and not rusty at all, my friends. <laughs> no, hey, so no. far, every single time I want to naysay him, you know, I get proved wrong. That's why I'm, I'm done naysaying him. So, <laughs> yeah. so Peter, do you think he passes Jack's record? Uh, yeah, that's hard to say. No, come uh, on. If, if you're nah, on, that was the easy right. way out. I mean, if he, if, if he doesn't, if he, if he doesn't win, if he doesn't win, you know, at least one this year, then uh, I think he'll do it if he wins one this year. I'll buy that. Yeah. Well, of course, of course, you will, Nolan. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's it's for us to say the layman to say. Uh, um, if we have it, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I think he can get one this year. Um, not sure where. I never know anymore. No, you got got to say Augusta. Come on. Yeah, it'll definitely be like Augusta or like a PGA. I think. Well, I, like- I hate it. I'm stuck on the whole. It has to be like if we if we at least know the venues and the times of year like three years in advance. Then yeah, we can pick out the ones that are the warmest where his back's not going to be a problem. That's the thing I'm stuck on is his back like not being able to hold up over four days of just uh, the weather outside is weather. I mean, it just, I mean, shit could happen just randomly 25% of the time and you can't have that affect your game, so to speak. I mean, yeah, he's getting to the point where he can feel the weather change in his bones. <laughs> oh gosh. I mean, and he did, well, I mean, that, that used to be a thing back in the day with like brass hips and like, you know, iron knees and things like that, but he's got, he's got different materials going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, let's see. I, uh, I got one last question real quick, uh, that I got from Facebook here. It's from my buddy, Brian Bomolowski. I went to him. Well, we, he and I went to the golf Academy together. That's now defunct, uh, uh, rest in peace golf Academy, much like Trump U and all those other for-profit colleges. But, uh, he asked, uh, Peter, what's your favorite breakfast? <laughs> breakfast. Oh, I gotta go with, uh, scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, uh, Tails O'Brien and hit them with like the hash browns or something. Either that or either, like chorizo and eggs. Just That's fire. slick. That's slick. Uh, question for Nolan: Why, why the face when I asked him what's your favorite breakfast? I was just asking him a Facebook question. <laughs> straight out left field. I love it. I love it. That's like oh, you look. You look disappointed. Like you went Stephen Hawking on me and just like shrunk in your chair. Like that's more my me. style to ask a question just out of nowhere on a completely well, hey, different subject. Jack's texting me this whole time, like, "Hey, ask this question. Has this question?" No, like, well, I didn't yeah. say I'm that. Like, False. And it was a good long answer. And I gotta, I gotta reply to him on Facebook at some point with all that. But uh, that was a good one, Peter. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love that answer. I think uh, good hearty breakfast. You know, it should be. Should be reversed. We all, us Americans, we all eat this fat dinner, right? It should be totally opposite. Yep. Oh, I'm all for. I was just telling Jennifer um, earlier that it's like you can't. There is no substitute for butter and like fat, and that's why like when I when I get breakfast at the Caddy Shack, I can't decide between bacon and sausage, so I get both. I mean, it's just <laughs> like I mean, give me give me the fat and the protein, and it's never stirred uh, stirred me wrong. I got. I guess my, my closing question for you, Peter, since we don't get too much information on the college players' stats and all that, how would you describe your game most? Are you a bomber, short track uh, specialist? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I'm a bomber. I, I grip it and rip it, and uh, ball striking's pretty, pretty good, and the putter's pretty clutch at times, so. Well, that sounds like the that, I hate to say it, that sounds like the makeup of a good golfer really is it's you know this putter's got to be hot you know and you got to make sure you're keeping it between the the hash marks overall yeah. so I mean especially if the game's going now I mean it's like fairways don't really matter you bomb it down there and you have a wedge you can make a 20 footer like birdie's a birdie that seems That's to be true. the new strategy on tour nowadays yeah. oh yeah yeah I mean yeah it's uh call it what you will I've I've, I've ranted about it a bit before too so uh so, uh, Nolan, I got my signature last question for our guest here, which ironically his last name kind of no, it doesn't rhyme with that. Um, Nolan, uh, do you have anything else you want to ask? Uh, yeah, Peter? yeah. Well, it sounds like you're you're all going Brooks Kepka on us. Is uh, is he kind of? Oh hell yeah! By the way, if he is, then uh, all hail Peter and Brooks. I mean, yeah, I will, I will build an altar. I will be. I'll have my name on the brick. I'm a pretty vocal vocally against Brooks Kepka. <laughs> Who is it except me, you jabronis? Come on! 
what <laughs> what's your take on Brooks, um, Peter? And then if I guess I would also add to that, are there any golfers you just like can't you just despise out there? Like you know, we got Sergio Garcia. No Tiger guys really like Sergio, but what are, <laughs> that sounds like Tigers hate oh. pepper, love pepper. They hate cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think Brooks is awesome. He shakes it up. He he, because no one else does that. No one. Yes, thank you. Says, That's what I've been saying. No one goes and says the same things he does, and it just it brings personality to the game. Where before yeah. it was like, yeah, goes, minds their own business, hits balls on the range, and shoots a sixty-eight. But now he's like vocal about it, and he just bulldogs everyone. Yeah, I'm with you. Brooks is the best. Yes, yes, he's he's an inspiration to us all, in my opinion. Yeah, and he's I a mean, smoke show for a wife or girlfriend. Oh, that, that guy's well, always that, that, that was, oh, I mean, Even when he misses a cut, he's he's doing all right. <laughs> oh yeah, I just love how like like people who don't understand or appreciate Brooks Kepka, he just has this mentality that I look at it where it's just like, well, this probably rubs you the wrong way, or he just probably would look at you and say, shut up and play better. What's wrong with you? I mean, it's yeah. just like, yeah, I, I'd look around and be like, yeah, I need to shut up and play better. If I want to, like, if I want to beat him, that's I have to shut up and play better. It's just like, it's like, man up, catch up. That's 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 the way it goes. I mean, yeah. I mean, look yeah. at look, listen listen to who we're talking to, guys. We're talking to the number one NCAA <laughs> golfer right now. Everyone's trying to do the same to him, and he's got the mentality right now. It's like, as is like, hey, catch up, play better. You want to be number one, take it. I mean, that's why not. That sort yeah. of goes into something we could ask. I just thought about do you feel like there's a bit of a target on your back as the number one player yeah i mean i i want to have the target on my back i want that i mean it gets me working harder you know in all areas of my game i mean when you don't have a target on your back and you don't feel like anyone's gunning for you then it's like you know you're ernie (laughs) (laughs) sorry ernie i love you ernie you're not listening (laughs) I love how Jerry Jerry says that like Ernie's listened to yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, three time, four time major winner, yeah. Ernie. Strongly worded hey, email yeah. from him. Just to clarify, I love everything you guys are saying about Brooks, and I do love that he is against the grain on a lot of things. We but, get it. We, you're just you're just vegan kosher something with Tiger. <laughs> That's all. Of course, I don't want him to break Tiger's records. He kind of scares me a little bit, to be honest. Um, but I still do not buy that crap about him not practicing like ever and like just showing up. Hey, you know what, Nolan? I never practice ever, and I went to a qualifier, my first ever today, where I got to talk about my score. But guess what? I practiced for a while beforehand, and I had my worst round in eighteen months. Okay, so practice is bullshit. <laughs> at least, at least, for, at least for this cat or whatever. So, remember, tell that to your coach. Yeah. 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 It's like the, who's the Allen Iverson? Are we talking about practice? <laughs> yeah. I've worn that gif out over and over and over. And oh, I'm proud of myself to say gif instead of gif for the first time uh, uh, publicly. That's good stuff. So, <laughs> uh, so Nolan had a good question about who rubs you the wrong way, so to speak. Um, I guess uh, we'll end this on my question that we like to end everybody with. And it's hopefully you don't have to think too hard. It's usually just a pretty good question. It tells us a little bit about you and you get to ruminate on something that you probably would like to talk about. But if you, Peter, could be the president of anybody's fan club, like living or dead, you're the expert of all their knowledge and you love everything they do, doesn't matter. And this speaks nothing about you. Who would it be? Oh, man. The president of a fan club? Well, like for me, for instance, uh, and we can use examples here. I never actually, Zach, I've never asked you or Nolan yours, but I mean, I feel like I would love to be the president of the Hunter S. Thompson fan club because I just, I own all his works. I've read all his stuff. I've lived in Aspen for several years. I dress up as him for Halloween every year. I mean, I, I just, I love to embody like his, uh, his approach to life and things and his vision and everything. So I like to think that like, oh yeah, if I could like run the museum for anybody, it'd be Hunter S. Thompson's museum. Even though I'm probably not the most qualified person, that would be the thing that I would enjoy the most. So we had Kip Henley on here, a PGA Tour caddy for Stuart Sink. And, uh, yeah. and he had the best answer. He said he would be uh, the president of the Henley family fan club. And it's just like, good. That's an answer that a good family man would say that, it, that he is or whatever. I mean, so not to not to like give you too much time to tease it or whatever, but give us an answer now. Uh, I mean, president of a fan club. That sounds like a lot of work, man. Well, like it could it could be something like your favorite athlete. That doesn't even have to be like a favorite president. God forbid. We don't have to be too political here. We don't don't try that. 
Uh, favorite athlete, though. Uh, probably, yeah. Like, who's somebody you can just, like, you, quote, you can quote their whole career, all their stats, everything? Oh, I'm terrible at that. I, I don't pay attention at all at, like, at all. Uh, Zach, this is a tough one. This fish ain't coming up to the surface. Huh? He's, he's uh, fighting here. <laughs> this is hard. Uh, uh, you're telling me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what a, I, I gotta, I gotta admit though, if you keep, if you sit there right there with your head perfectly, Tiger's arms are framed like <laughs> horns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wish I had a picture of that. That's the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, Zach, he doesn't have to answer. We can let him off the hook. Uh, this, that was, that was worth it. <laughs> I can kind of segue in. So you're from California. Are you a California sports fan for? Any other teams or yeah, you follow yeah. Who do you like to follow sports wise, man? Uh, Giants. I'm a I'm a Giants fan. You know, okay. or, you know been, I'm Jerry Lou, and this has been our from the back tees podcast. Uh, anybody <laughs> got any We're gonna shut this down real quick. <laughs> Jerry's a Dodgers guy. No, I'm sorry. Oh man. Oh, that's all right. Hey, neither no, of us hate, made. It. Like I say, you guys got a ton of hardware recently that I can't I can't turn my nose up at. I mean, but I hate you guys nonetheless. I can't, yeah. I can't wait for Bumgarner to come over to the dark side of the Yankees. So, yeah. oh, oh man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. By the way. Oh by the way, Peter. If you don't like me as a Dodge fan, meet Nolan, our our resident Yankees yeah. fan, uh, AL East Coast experte. I don't have a whole lot wrong with the Dodgers, but Yankees, man, come on. <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. Oh, my God. Right. Right. You hear that? Yeah. <laughs> you hear that shit, Nolan? You hear that shit? Okay. Can we all just agree that we hate the Astros, though? Are you kidding me? No, I'm fine with the Astros. More than the Yankees. <laughs> More than the Yankees. Did you see? They're a bunch of cheaters. I just saw you lurch at the camera. <laughs> that was me coming out. Like somebody, somebody just break check Nolan in his living room. <laughs> <laughs> Only back. Oh, my God. Oh, that was worth it. Oh, so worth it. Um... Yeah, they're cheap. Look, are you talking about the are you talking about the stealing signs thing? Uh, yeah, the recording signs and whatever banging and whistling and now hold on, hold on. The the, the, the ladder. Hold on, sorry, Peter. Uh, let's table this real quick. The the ladder with the banging and whistling, which that's what she said. That's that. I didn't know the technology part of it. Like when I heard that there might be some recording involved, I don't. I can't speak for that. But the whole like tipping signs or whatever, it's like that's part of baseball. So guard your signs better. The and best fact, part I, about it. I hate to say the the, the the banging and whistling sounds kind of like ingenious to me. I mean, the best part though, they went with such high technology of having cameras in the outfield, but their way of conveying the sign was by banging a trash can. <laughs> whatever works. Now, and uh, also. To Fair. I'm not. I'm not. It's not like Trump. It's not like I'm a supporter or apologist or anything like that. I'm not an Astro supporter or apologist or anything like that. Their their road numbers were fine too. Whoa! If you look, if you look at their splits in the postseason, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Brian McCann hit like 300 at home, and he hit 030 on the road in the postseason. Well, that's because he sucks. No, he that's an aberration. He's not he was old and not that good. Everyone's was like that in 2017. Like Altuve hit like 400 on You and oh, you and I'll get back to each other on this. I don't agree with that. Like I got I said, an I'm and I'm a, I'm a bystander in this regard. I got an answer for that fan club question. Oh, and what do we got? probably Gronk or Pat McAfee? Oh, oh. those are that's those are good ones. Yeah, they're hilarious, and I think they're just super cool guys. I was just I, watching I, I, all like, the Pat McAfee videos a couple hours ago. I was gonna say Pat McAfee, especially. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, the that's internet perfect. goat. Well, so hey, real quick, as we got a couple minutes still, uh, and we're all having a good time here, Nolan. Whether you've heard me answer this question or not, and it can't be Tiger Woods. Who would be the president? Uh, who would you be the president of Hoom's fan club? Great grammar. Take it away. How can it not be Tiger Woods? But that's okay. I've, well, I've, that's the obvious one. I've got many plethora of idols I can look up to. Um, and probably number one up there is going to be Derek Jeter. He's always been my – I was a big baseball kid growing up, and Derek Jeter just epitomizes the – you know, he's like Mr. New York and – the captain oh yeah number two 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it doesn't have to even be anything oddly specific or anyone famous or, like, or personal or whatever. That's why, like I said, it could be Gretzky. It could be anybody. Yeah, I mean, I, like, you know, I dress up as him as for Halloween. I did a book report on all the good stuff. Hey, uh, Zach, have you uh, plugging some? Because we got some crazy. I don't know what's going on now. Oh, I dive underwater. Okay, well, it's it's getting better, like you said. So um, there we go. Uh, Zach, Zach, real quick, I never asked you uh, if you could be the president of somebody's fan club. Who would it be? And it better not be a Pittsburgh Pirate, just because you're wearing there one is. of their hats. Tomorrow, I'm flying out to Tampa to see my New Orleans Saints. Oh, the Drew Brees fan club backwards. Breezy. No, it looks correct here. It spells right. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Brees. You like you like Drew Brees? The goat. He's the goat. Yeah, come on. We don't need Tom Brady. Whoa, the goat. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pump, so let's accurate. pump the brakes there for a second. I mean, okay, no, if, no, I take if Tom it. Tom Brady wasn't around, Brady yeah, first. Drew Brees would be good, but come on. Brady Drew Brees first. Like, Brady. No, Drew Brees like, no, Drew Brees like, you know, I love Dustin Johnson, but he's only got one major. I, we all love Drew Brees, but he's only got one Super Bowl. So what are we talking about here? Oh, come on. Most of the top guys don't have that many, except Brady. That's why Brady gets one. Brady gets one. Brees? Two? He's going to have Wait, every statistical record by the time he retires. And that's what matters? Oh, yeah. Like, what, about the, what about the one statistic of how many Super Bowls you've won? He I'd say that's one. the greatest statistic. He got his one. He's going to have another this year. Just wait. Oh, okay. You know what? Eli Manning, who looks like he has a dusting and downs, has double that. Fair. <laughs> Eli Fair. Manning, you know, robbed, robbed Mr. Brady of two Super Bowls. Joe Flacco has equal. The how, are real call, how are you going to call Tom Brady? You're not helping your case, Zachary. <laughs> <laughs> how are we, we going to call Tom Brady a goat when he lost to Eli Manning twice? No, I, I, call, I call that a stigma. <laughs> and he lost to Big Dick Nick. <laughs> well, yeah, that, actually, that's true, too. We forget about that. Yeah, and, and meanwhile, he's having a good time down in Jacksonville, which, oh, by the way, Zach, you're a Florida man, so to speak, for being a Canadian. Yeah, you can, you a Jaguars fan as well? No, just the Saints. Well, no, I'm a one-team kind of guy. Also, not a Pirates fan. Just aesthetically pleasing. Peter, you got any questions for us? Since uh, clearly we're trying to fill some air here, and we don't want to keep the number one collegiate players in the in the nation. We want to keep his time. So, you got anything uh, goofy or funny you want to ask us? No, I mean, well, how'd this all start, Zach? Good question. So, you could probably actually understand a little because i assume as a pat mcafee fan you're a bit of a barstool fan oh yeah oh, so yeah. i was inspired that way even though jerry hates barstool well it's for publicity reasons only <laughs> yeah so i always wanted to get into writing i'm actually studying at sports media college in toronto now nice. and uh started this site wanted to give uh, a little humor because i know in the golf world there's a lot of young guys playing golf who just want to shoot the shit and talk about it instead yeah. of all of yeah. who's the best golfer who did well this week what did they shoot let's have some laughs about it like and then uh i think jerry and nolan were two of the first guys on board well jerry was number one nolan were you the second guy on board yeah it's me or craig or you know someone oh yeah well we have a guy out in out in europe but nolan's our second guy on this on this uh continent this side of the pond <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, much as, like, I didn't know uh, Zach was Canadian, he thought I was Asian for the first uh, three months that we were affiliated together because of you know, Jerry Lou, and he never saw a picture of me or anything. But, but I mean, you know, I used, real, I used real pictures on my Twitter profile because, you know, golf and Twitter go hand in hand. But, yeah, I just – I was just – I made a Twitter account uh, in about October of last year uh, just to uh, talk shit about uh, how great Band and Dunes was and how everyone else's caddy programs and everyone else's courses sucked or whatever. And it was just fun to like, you know, mix it up. And having that account wound up getting me a lot of work. And uh, and then it wound up getting me in touch with Zach. And then I, I promptly said, hey, let me write something for you. And in my head, I'm going, I'm not a writer. And then next thing you know, I was just on board with him. But I was more geared towards getting a podcast up and running because I've been listening to podcasts for over 10 years. So the whole talking audio thing to me, just having something in your ear because everything's like relatable content that 
every time I was washing a cart, like at Encinitas Ranch down in San Diego, and like the cart girl would come up, she's like, hey, what are you always listening to, music? I'm just like, no, a podcast. She's like, oh, what's a podcast? And I would explain to her, I'm like, just go into the search bar and type in, do you like horses? Type in horses, and, and then you'll get like the top five podcasts in <laughs> horses, whether it's monthly or weekly or whatever, anything to satiate your needs. And ultimately, like when it comes to golf, I'm a no laying up guy. I like, I like listening to those guys. They're probably pretty much the only other affiliate I pay attention to. My beef with, I'm sorry, and I'll just renew it real quick. My beef with Barstool Sports is, and I don't even know the names of who said it to like, uh, to validate uh, uh, who was this stupid or whatever, but it's not that they were giving bad advice. They were just like bad golf advice or opinions. They were giving bad golf and life opinions or no, bad like life advice and opinions and that when one of them realized that there, our temple right here in our head was real sensitive, I, this was like a year or two ago, he said, well, why aren't we walking around with helmets if it's so sensitive like that? I mean, seriously, like he just learned something. I thought, I just Terry turned him off, unsubscribe, delete. No, it, it gets me it gets me hot <laughs> under the collar, those idiots, because I'm thinking, going like, they have the biggest fan base ever, and people are listening to this, and half of them are going, oh, my God, this is a thing. I mean, just, no. no. <laughs> that's me and Peter who are doing that. You're insulting well, 50% of the people here, and maybe Nolan. We don't <laughs> Oh, well, fine. Hopefully, I, I, I always strive to be the Tron Carter of uh, from the back tees. I mean, because, uh, you know, we always need some heady, snarky, persnickety, like uh, hipster golf opinion out there. Everyone needs to have somebody bucking the crowd, right? Am I, I mean, that's you it's, are, uh, right? like uh, somebody needs, needs to be the Stephen A. Smith of golf. Am I right? I mean, <laughs> no, we don't need that. We don't need that. Yeah. You can just be the, <laughs> Jerry Lou, be the Jerry Lou. Jerry loses. Jerry loses a jock who works every day. I mean, I got, I, I got. Nothing. Hey, you were talking about Bandon. I think we got a nice foursome right here. Next time we should all. Yeah, yeah that's true. Too, I call Peter on my team. Yeah, <laughs> Peter. If, if, yeah. Have you if you ever made your way out to Bandon, Oregon? No, uh, I haven't been out there. I've been out to like Bend. That was about it. You play? Where'd you play in Bend? Uh, was it Sun River? Oh, oh the resort courses. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, but did you like play Crosswater or Tethro or? Uh, I can't remember. Oh, were you younger? A lot younger. It was for like an AJJ event or something. Oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, the the yeah. courses I was just naming were probably more of like a you know lengthy venue, so to speak. So that makes okay. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense actually. I was like, oh, you played the resort courses, huh? This wasn't like yeah. past years, was it? Because that they wouldn't ever hold an event there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, but I'll try and make it out there. That'd be sick. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I got a house with a lot of space that I uh, don't uh, open uh, the doors up to to everybody, but I would definitely open them up to you. And yes, Zach, Nolan, you're both invited to. Not all of us <laughs> maybe in the same domicile, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure if between you and me, we can throw our butts around and uh, get more than just the free tea times I can get. So perfect. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll bring my tent if I need to. Uh, well, that really depends on the time of year, Holmes. But no, we got we got room for you. It's just like I'm looking over here in my studio slash office right now, and the mattress is tilted up against the wall because uh, the family is not in town this weekend. Oh, no, that's so. the Murphy bed, dude. Exactamente. <laughs> so, Zach, Nolan, you guys got anything else before we uh, wrap this up? This has been a real fun episode. We uh, we really appreciate the time, Peter. Uh, you guys got Peter. You got any plugs? Anything at all? Like. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, do you, uh, like, got a dog with a funny name, uh, your friend's girlfriend nearby who set this all up, what's up? <laughs> no, I mean, I just got Instagram, I don't post much, but I'm about to get a Twitter soon, um, so I mean, I'll probably be doing some stuff on there, trying not to offend as many people as possible. So Are you not able good. to have Twitter while, while at school? No, you can't, I just never got into it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Actually, that's a that's a great question I want to ask real quick, um, uh, and you can ask it off air if you want to. But uh, being enrolled at <clears throat> BYU, do you find yourself, uh, or is it literally you guys have? I wouldn't say there's a precedent, but are there more rules there that are as opposed okay. to like say other schools? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of rules here, and if you break them, you get kicked out. So it's not like regular college, um, you know. So it's tough. There's not a big social life here. Um, but I mean, you know, as what it is, just focus on school and golf right now. Cool. No, I, I, I was curious because I, I have lots of friends of mine who are of that faith and from that area. And, uh, I've seen some who are pretty stringent and non-stringent to the religion 
And obviously I have never, it wasn't in Utah. So I can't like say like, Oh, boots on the ground. I saw how like all the Mormons behave. It's like, no, just everyone who is elsewhere. And it's, it, it, you can't judge everyone the same way. So, I mean, you're, you're the probably, as far as I know, the first BYU athlete current or otherwise that I've spoken to. So I'm sure you and I could have a 45 minute conversation just about like the faith in the school. I mean, just as me as a human curiously. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's, it's definitely interesting. That's for sure. Uh, Nolan, you got anything uh, you want to mention, plug, talk about? What's your name? How do we spell it? Uh, no one cares about me, Jerry, but I, I just want to <laughs> <Come on. laughs> thank Peter again. This is really awesome, taking your time out of studying. I know, I know it's probably getting down to the nitty-gritty over there, um, passing all those tests. Um, yeah, I, you can follow me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Nolan T. Smith. Pretty simple. Um, yeah, I I, I love always coming on with you guys. This is always a, a good time. So Yeah, and just for me, I want to thank Nolan, of course, for coming on. And Peter, <laughs> it means a lot for you to come on. Like Nolan said, take your time out of your day to come on our podcast, share what you want to share, and we'd love to have you on basically any time. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. You know, it was a cool opportunity. You know, it was the first kind of podcast I've been on, and, and it was cool to, to do it. And uh, hopefully I'll come back with some more stories. Absolutely. I love it. We're, we're, we're becoming the first podcast for a lot of people. And therefore, for all those people, it's like, yes, we're the official podcast of fill in the blank. And that's why I keep bugging Zach to make t-shirt ideas. But that's <laughs> another another text and conversation for the other time. So uh, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter, Solamente at Jerry Lou Looper one. That's the number one. And uh, that's about it. Other than that, you can find us on our website, which is how this old son of a bitch began at www.fromthebacktees.com. And we are brought to you by Sports Travel Radio. They do a great baseball fantasy podcast, which I've been roped into this goddamn fantasy baseball league. It's so tiring. And that season is just now in the offseason, Zach. Well, your Canadian friends are relentless. I swear to God. Oh, my God. And they don't even have baseball. have to do. What do I do? What do I do? Tyler Childs, I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm not going to ask for my 50 bucks back, but help. I don't know what to do. Um, uh, Zach, what do you got? Take, uh, take us away. That's all. Subscribe, review it, and follow us on Twitter at From the Back Tees. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Brian Rice. Thank you for listening to From the Back Tees. Toward the hole, and it's in with 30. We hope you enjoyed today's show. For more information and updates, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at From the Back Tees. I'm going to enjoy it for the rest of my life. See you next week. Be the ball, man.